Welcome to Stud City, everybody, the podcast for literally everyone. I am here with my co-host today, the beautiful, one of the best screenwriters in Vancouver, one of the best screenwriters I know. And let me tell you, I know a lot of screenwriters. I'm here with the wonderful, the magnetic Cody Peterson. How's it going today, brother? Great. I'm here with the most nicest boy in all of Vancouver, the most politest gentleman, the most respectful man, the king of charm. Bo Bennett himself. Bo Bennett himself. One of the most respectful people on earth. People say that about me. They say I'm incredibly respectful. Yes, sir. Yep. Especially to my mother. <laughs> How you doing, dude? What's going Or Wait, what's up about your mom? I said I'm especially respectful to my mother. Right on, man. The woman that birthed you. Dude, look how I poured this beer. <laughs> whoa for the audience that isn't seeing this it's like half head and half beer yep which sounds like a good night to me (laughs) uh yeah watching some jeopardy (laughs) getting that brain (laughs) yeah there's nothing better yeah that's that's my opening line on tinder nowadays hey you want to come over and give me head and watch jeopardy if it works like a charm you'd be surprised how many jeopardy fans there are out there (laughs) (laughs) they're like the jeopardy yes the head probably not dude what (laughs) what is a great time for a lady yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh i'll take jeopardy and getting domes for 500 please (laughs) dude so um i uh i got this new mic stand because i broke the old one and my cat has been using it as a pillow and so like now she just sits right here during podcasts like right next to me they can't Mm -hmm. see it but off camera i'm petting a cat isn't that weird to think what, about? So what kind of mic stand is it? Is it one of those like extendo arms? Here, I'll show you. So for the audience that can't see this, I'm showing Cody my mic stand right now, but I'm kind of failing at doing it. But yeah, that's one of those extendo arms. There's my cat. Mm. Yeah, and it works pretty well, dude. And But yeah, no, my cat's already taking it over. It's like her thing now. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. How are, how are you doing? We haven't really talked at all like this week. I've been so busy. I haven't really heard from you. Yeah, me and Cody are no longer friends. <laughs> You've heard it here first. This is the fucking end of a business. It always happens to Cody. He just gets scared and he just walks away. He... <laughs> He's like, I disagree with a lot of things, but I'm going to keep it to myself and just vanish. That's how I get out of every relationship and business. <laughs> I do not think you have ever kept your disagreements to yourself. <laughs> you tell me quite openly when I'm being a fucking idiot. <laughs> but um, no, dude, I've been really good, man. I've been fucking busy as shit. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I've been super good. Like, it's so funny because, you know, it's just like never ending. And I keep thinking, you know, there's that great saying about being a writer. Um, for aspiring writers out there, there's <laughs> a little great saying about being a writer. The saying is like, uh, to be a writer is to have homework every single day. Dude, that's so funny you're saying that. I was like thinking, I mean, it's like it's like having homework every night. It's like having fucking homework every single. I wake up and there's something else to do, dude. It sucks. I hated homework. What am I doing? I'm just like, I just want to 
I'm trying to make it so it's not work and it's fun for me. So, like, what's the point if it's not fun? It's so true, dude. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I follow MMA, right? And one yeah. of the things that you hear MMA fighters say a lot is they're like, the minute it's not fun anymore, I won't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, that minute happened to me with writing like four fucking years ago. <laughs> like, this shit hasn't been fun for a while. Um, the actual writing part is always fun, but the, everything else is not that much fun. Yeah. It happened to me quite young. Like, dude, English class. I'm going to be honest, this is what's fucked up on me, is I'm trying to be an established writer. I suck so bad at English class growing up, and it shows now. Like, Cody, define what an adjective is. I have no fucking clue. I just like to goof off. I just like to make comics. That's why I'm here. Yeah, no, to totally, dude. And there's also just different types of writers, you know? So I think you got into the right type of writing for... The type of writer you are you know the screenwriting is perfect for that i mean have you ever had somebody read over your script i mean we've had pe people give notes on like formatting shit before but like have you ever had somebody ask you about a comma that is in the wrong place no well yeah i get grammar but the worst was people are like oh it's not flowery enough uh fucking language and it's kind of like, well, this is sort of your blueprint, dude, to for the crew and for the whatever. <laughs> um, sorry, it's not special. Also, have they heard of a little writer named Hemingway? Have they? He rejected all that shit. Um, dude. <laughs> I was talking about this at work the other day, but yeah. I did um, a presentation at school about Hemingway's Farewell to Arms. And everybody, I do a presentation in my class about this book. And um, I was trying to think of a way I can mix it up and be different from everybody. So my presentation was called A Farewell to Arms. Love is a Battlefield. And I kept referencing the Pat Benatar song. song. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good, uh, sounds like a pretty good presentation. You know, Farewell to Arms was my original idea for the name of Shark Week. That's a good one. <laughs> I, know, I just thought of that. <laughs> uh, you know how um, you be. Yeah, I know how you be. So um, we should probably get into it. Last episode, we really teed up some stories about you. I'd love to hear them. Yeah, so I think I said I was going to... There was one. There's one story I'm not going to tell because it's actually just not that funny. Um, but um, yeah, so basically... Here's the story, okay? Firstly, I need to just take one second because I need to put my cat in a different room. Running all over my shit. Okay, here we go. So we're back in business. My apologies. That was my bad. Uh, you know, when my daughter calls, I gotta run. That's what they say. Um, anyways, so when I was 11 years old, people don't know this about me, but my dad's a screenwriter. And my dad is, I think, what you would call a quintessential eccentric. So he lives his life very differently than a regular person would live their life, in my opinion. And he's always been, to put it bluntly, a weirdo, mm -hmm. I think would be a safe thing to say. And so, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're both writers, but we write in very different ways. And I think that expressed itself most um, in, its, in its purest form of when I was 11 years old. And I smoked weed. I knew my dad was writing this script 
at the time about a blind woman who gets left on an island. Okay. okay. Great idea for a movie. Yeah. And one day I, I smoked weed with my friends and it was probably like the second or third time I had ever smoked weed. I was 11, 12, 13 within that age, age range, probably 12. And I got, you know, when you smoke weed once and you don't get high and then you smoke weed twice right? and you don't get high. And then that third time you get fucking blitzed because you're like, oh, I just have to smoke so much of this to get high, obviously. And then you realize, no, you're. Yes. Just made a mistake. Yes. And so <laughs> I smoked all this weed and I was fucking blitzed out of my head and I was so hungry. And I knew my dad was working on the script. So I came home, assumed my dad was working upstairs, went in, got something to eat, whatever. And all of a sudden, I realized like an hour passed, two hours passed, and I hadn't seen my dad. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, where's dad? You know, he works. He's a writer. He works from home. He should be here. And I walk into his room and he's lying on his bed with a blindfold over his eyes. Naked. No. Okay. In his pajamas. <laughs> and I'm like, dad, are you okay? What happened? Like, why do you have a blindfold over your eyes? And he's like, oh, I'm doing something really serious for the art. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like. Basically, I'm going to blind myself, blindfold myself. I'm going to blindfold myself for the next week straight. I'm like, what about dinner? And he's like, I don't know. You guys are going to have to figure it out. <laughs> no, I will learn for this character. Yeah. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> yeah. And so for a week straight, I walked my dad around grocery stores while he had a blindfold around his eyes. And I would like run into my friends and shit. Oh. And it would be like, what? what's going on there? And I feel like my, my dad's a writer and they'd be like, so why is he blindfolded? <laughs> and I'd be like, um, he's a different type of writer. I suppose. <laughs> and my dad literally went seven days without vision. Wow. Yeah. And when he, when, when I unblindfolded my father, he cried, like he just started crying and crying and crying. It was like, almost like psychedelic. Mm-hmm. the ability to see after seven days i'm not seeing and anyways that's my little story about my dad pretending to be blind for a week straight when i was like 12 years old wow for the <laughs> art for the art it was so dangerous too because my brother would like fucking do cocaine right in front of my dad and shit it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. very yeah. different very different from my house um yeah the most like artistic thing I've seen my dad do is he edited a video for like my grade six grad and it's literally clips of us go-karting and it was all over to Cheryl Crow's like soaking up the sun and then the transitions were like jaws biting <laughs> like for the video transition that's my dad's level of art it's, it's funny you mentioned soak up the sun because that's one of my dad's favorite songs that's a good, whoa good yeah. dad song of the times because it was on constant rotation at my house <clears throat> waking up it would be i want to soak up the sun mm. i heard it like late night parties you know <laughs> with the adults oh did your family have like cool parties and shit yeah and like my parents are pretty social or my dad more like 
like in baseball tournaments and you know just being like a small town like a cool small town cop you could probably imagine like how popular they'd be um and like big camping trips we would have these giant camping trips where we're like still in the same town but people can just drop in and come party with us so like it's like those sort of parties yo that's fucking sick dude it was pretty sick. Yeah, man. Yo, it was so it's weird being a kid and seeing your parents party. I mean, I think it was maybe a little different for me because my mom had a legitimate drinking problem growing up. Oh. But I mean, like it, <laughs> seeing your parents be liked and cool mm-hmm. was like, a weird thing, especially with my dad, because like my dad was kind of he's now like an older guy. He's in his 60s now. But for a long time, my dad was like a good looking bachelor that was dating like 25 year olds all the time and stuff like that. And so all my friends that were girls wanted to fuck him and they they all thought he was so cool. And I was like, I think my dad's kind of a loser. Sometimes he can't afford groceries and shit. Like I I saw him eat a McNugget out of the couch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, the, the, you know, speaking of McNuggets, uh, the, the first time I, I ever did acid I came home and my dad wasn't a big drinker at all but like on Halloween he might get shit-faced right sure and I came home and he had I kid you not probably it's like four o'clock in the morning like 15 he had probably 160 chicken McNuggets (laughs) right amazing and I, I I walk up to him I'm like dad uh like I'm hammered I'm like, can I have one of those chicken McNuggets? He says not a word to me. And he just pulls them in towards him. Uh, and shakes his head no. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm going to bed. And I woke up the next morning. I was like, Dad, do you remember how many chicken McNuggets you had last night? I was like, well, he was like, well, no. I, but I remembered at six in the morning when I took a shit. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, Dad. Yeah, dude, dads are weird. Wow, that's um, it's like a week supply of chicken McNuggets. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. yeah, there must have been leftovers. I forget. Also, not like my dad at all. He doesn't eat fast food. Mm. So, yeah, there you go, dude. I love fast food. What's your favorite place? Hell yeah. Um, well, we want to do top threes fast food joints of all time. We kind of have to do top three because. To pick one is it's like picking your children it's impossible i hate to say this one because i don't have much experience with it and i feel like i'm kind of just buying into the um hype but fuck yeah. man i love in and out burger in and out mm. number one in and out number one does that count as fast food yeah okay i count as fast food yeah fair enough or fast casual but it's I actually can't. faster than like five guys right it's about the same, maybe a li- little faster. Um, yeah. five, yeah. What about you? What's your number one? Ooh, my number one. Yo, I'm gonna catch some traction for this. McDonald's, fucking legit, dude. McDonald's is fucking good as fuck, dude. Any time of the day, any day of the year. Yo, bro, I got a question for you right now. Yes, sir. You ever have a McGriddle? Yeah, you? Yeah. They're fucking really good. Amazing. Do McGriddle that shit all day, man. And in fact, get rid of buns. Just make them pancake buns from oh now on everywhere. God. 
He doesn't. Oh, you don't. We don't God. eat buns anymore. We figured out pancakes are better than buns. Yes, we figured sir. it out. We've got that already on lock. We don't need any of your bullshit buns mm-hmm. that don't have syrup in in it. I don't yeah. fuck it. Don't even fucking give it to me. Yeah. Let's put a blueberry in the damn pancakes too. Why not? Fuck it, dude. One time I went to McDonald's and I said, "Can I just get the McGriddle buns?" And they said, "No, you can't do that." But you can order McGriddles without anything anything on them mm-hmm. and it's less expensive and i got a dozen <laughs> and I made hamburgers with them for my friends at fight night whoa that's an amazing idea yeah and people went fucking crazy they're like i can't believe you did this and i was like i can't believe you haven't thought of this oh fuck some recipe people- unlocked that's genius yeah. some people are just on a different level i'm on a different level i'm extra as fuck bro that's incredible that's an incredible idea thank you what a cool gift thank you that's really sick yeah i'm actually kind of jealous i didn't think of that well uh like the fights before that i'd gotten regular mcdonald's buns for my buns when i made burgers for everybody and that was sick so i thought let's up it let's up it a notch Mm -hmm. and all my friends are fat as fuck yeah so it's sick to like treat them the way they want to be treated yeah little tubby boys you know and just make them mcgriddles and shit give them kisses on the head yeah. serve it up to them they fucking next next week it's the little apple pies it's today fight nice today <laughs> fight nice today but you know now now lately I, since the pandemic i kind of just do them with matthew um and even at the beginning of the pandemic we weren't doing them at all um but uh matthew actually like brings food which oh that's is nice yeah so usually i i'm i do some of the cooking but he actually brings like wings and shit it's fucking sick does he have a lady that like sends him over the charcuterie board <laughs> he does have a girlfriend he lives with but um i don't think she sends any charcuterie boards but she is nice i really mm-hmm. like her she's a really good girl that's dope so there's that to take into consideration as well yo um what so speaking of fights speaking of sports we had a big sports week um stanley cup final happened um the montreal Canadiens lost to the tampa bay lightning um no real surprise there um what were your thoughts on the playoffs in general bo great question well to be honest i didn't do like a ton of watching of the playoffs but obviously what the canadians did was legendary it was incredible um i'm proud to be i'm proud of that team i think it's pretty incredible what they did given the pieces that they had um yeah but it does go it it does sorry sorry, just to finish my thought it does go to show um and my apologies it does go to show what a sad state hockey is in in these canadian markets that like basically the impossible has to happen for one of our teams to make it into the finals you know like yeah if this was bait the the reason that the salary cap exists is so american teams can function as well as canadian teams because if the salary cap wasn't in there canadian teams would win every year because we make the most money but Mm -hmm. because of revenue sharing because of the hard salary cap it fucks these teams that actually have diehard fan bases and i think that's bullshit and we should go into a the NBA model of how they do their finances, which is a little more appropriate, still has a salary cap, but there's more flexibility as to what you can do. And you can pay taxes to 
add more spaces and shit like that. So mm, that sounds cool. That's my thought. Um, my what I was just about to fill in for the audience if nobody listens to hockey and you're listening to this, <laughs> nobody really expected Montreal to even sniff the playoffs. That's the thing in Canada, especially if you're not in Canada, you wouldn't see this. But Canada, the biggest teams that had the hype around them were Toronto Maple Leafs, who Montreal swept in the first round, um, Edmonton Oilers, who are also swept by another team, and Winnipeg Jets. and montreal only the only people that were like montreal has a chance to win the cup were montreal fans and everybody thought they were fucking crazy which they are they are yeah like, what are you doing walking around speaking french and shit that's crazy yeah it's 2020 <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do that any longer <laughs> french is... is so 17th century bro <laughs> yeah come on guys english is bitcoin Let's... yeah dude <laughs> Dude, stop being so chuggy and speaking French, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking girl seriously. boss. No, seriously. Shot Noir? Like, really? Just say black cat. Okay? Yeah. That's a little French I know. I know how to say black cat in French. So. <laughs> Today I texted you, say la vie. And you're like, I don't know Spanish, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. I know it's say la vie. Uh, say la vie. It's like relax. Padre. It's like eat, like drink a like drink a like have a nice drink or whatever. That's what say la vie means, right? Yeah. Um, but one more thing I just wanted to talk about for the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm watch. let's talk about hockey as long as we want. Fuck it. I um podcast, so, baby. We do whatever the fuck we want. Fuck yeah, baby. So Jack Sick Puck, former guest episode. I can't remember. What episode are we on? Good question. Uh yeah. yeah. Thank you. Triple X. Um, so our Jack Sick Puck, he him and his cousins are huge Montreal Canadiens fans. And his cousin sent me an audio message about how shitty his life was following the upset of the loss. Um, as just so, side note, yeah. Can I say one thing? So Jack Stickbuck is an incredibly passionate hockey fan. Mm-hmm. He's also potentially like chemically insane, wouldn't yeah. we say? And we will have him back on the show to talk hockey. We should actually have him back next episode, considering the playoffs just finished, right? And uh, we'll see. You know, this is his cousin who sent sent this to us. It's not him, so we need to make that clear. This is his more rational cousin. Mm -hmm. Fuckhead. Fuckhead. Okay, I just have to vent about this because it's the funniest fucking shit. So the Habs lose. I'm obviously a little upset, but I, I knew it was coming. But you know, so. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get myself a fucking bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Because I really want one. And I haven't had one in a while. And I'm like, I'm going to treat myself. So I find like uh, a fancy place called the American Eclectic Burger that was voted one of the best burger places in the city in 2020. Um, and it's on DoorDash and the prices are reasonable. And I'm like, I'm going to get their bacon their double bacon cheeseburger. They've only got five things on the menu. All they do is these burgers, and this is their most popular one. And I order a double bacon cheeseburger to deal with the loss of the Montreal Canadiens. And I wait an hour, an hour for it to get here. And it gets here. And I take a bite into the burger, and there are no patties. The fucking burger restaurant that only has one job, and they sell five things on the menu, they send me a double bacon cheeseburger with no fucking patties like it's 
<laughs> it gave me a good what a laugh. Guy. What a guy. It's the, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever, like, how <laughs> do you forget the bacon's on there? And that goes on last. Like, how? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my vent. It was just too funny to, I, it's just, it's, I'm beyond words right now. So, <laughs> no Stanley Cup, no burger, just, oh my God. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> You know, it's funny. You could really tell. You could really tell he's related to Jack Stick Puck on those like U sounds. But oh, like, yeah. when he goes burger, you know, that's a mid mid Vancouver <laughs> Island accent. If yeah. I've ever heard one. Well, can I say one thing just for a little callback here, baby? Yes, sir. Fuck yeah, baby. Is that um, would any of us have? Would he have been that upset about no patties on his burger? If those buns were actually just pancakes, that's that's um, that's <laughs> Socrates' cat. That's the whole thing. Dude, it's a little Sophie's Choice for us, baby. Come on, let's go. Yeah, a bit of Sophie's Choice, bit of Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> a lot of complex thoughts right yeah. there. Good question. Yeah, just a little philosophy question for you, bros out there. All right. Yeah. Just a little philosophy for you to dip your toes into. Okay. I don't know if you guys know this, but me and Cody are comedians. Okay. And in 2021 speak, that means that we're the philosophers of today. Yes, sir. All right. Which means that we're coming up with the new ideas. All right. Mm -hmm. We're coming up with the new shit. Okay. All these other people that are in school. Yeah, I'd like to bonehead. see philosophy. Yes, sorry, go on. I was saying boneheads going to school. You don't need to go to school. You just need the the University of Hard Knocks to the yeah. face. Yeah, you know who went to university? And who? I'm not one of these. I'm not one of these SJWs. Okay, but do you know who went to university? Joe Rogan, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> he did <laughs> yeah dude he was an art major bro yeah wow yeah and can you uh, imagine if he was a film major <laughs> it would make a ton of sense that he would want to be a director <laughs> oh yeah there you go <laughs> that does actually make a ton of sense but i don't know if film director was a huge deal back then it was a little just a, a tiny not not sexy now yeah, maybe not, not sexy. Not the like softies. I mean, he rose to prominence in like 1938. Yeah. So, name one movie from 1938. <laughs> that doesn't star him? Can't name it. That doesn't star him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyways, let's stop talking about uh, the worst people that have ever lived in history. Yeah, we'll stop talking about the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> yeah. It's similar to Jackson Puck. You know who got really screwed after the cup loss? Who? Is Brendan Gallagher had his house broken into. No. Yeah. Brendan like Gallagher. From the Canadians? Yeah, the right winger oh, from BC. Sucks. Yeah, he did a really funny TikTok where it had that um Pitbull song where it's like, we all go through hard times, been there, done that. <laughs> and like Brendan Gallagher is eating a cheeseburger and be like, yes, Pitbull has been through what I went through. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking that fucking sucks, dude. But I mean, it's hard to feel bad for professional athletes, obviously. But uh, I you do also have to like take into consideration that like it's kind of crazy that professional athletes exist. 
Mm-hmm. Like, there are how many people in the NHL? Five hundred, probably somewhere around there. Maybe less. Three, maybe a, a trillion, maybe a trillion. But like, if you're in the, I feel like professional athletes are underpaid. Like, if you're in the top five hundred of people that do what you do, you should get paid inordinate amounts of money, right? Well, as you said off the top of the show, I'm the top one of one of that of what people can do. So I'm not getting paid close to that. Oh, because you're one of the best screenwriters in Vancouver. That's right. That, and you're top one of one of charmers. You're not getting paid enough for that. Thank you. Can I say one thing now? Yeah. We got some pretty track. We got some. Yo, you're whoa. Cody is drifting. Oh my god, he's done. (laughs) Cody is dollying away out of the frame. Oh my god. Cody, come back. Oh, he's back. Oh no, he's gone. He's back. I'm oh, no, he's gone. <laughs> back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't even know how the fuck you did that. That was sick, dude. That was some Scorsese shit, dog. <laughs> fucking Scorsese in our podcast. That's fucking crazy, dude. Uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say because you just blew my mind with your like film techniques. Not bad, right? <laughs> no, not bad at all, dude. I'm loving this. Ow! I should be on much music and just do this. And they're like, how the fuck is he doing it? But really, I'm just pushing a computer chair with my foot. Oh, God. We're showing our age, dude. <laughs> music does not exist anymore. It's back. We're going to get Gina Harms on to much music. I'm going to be on it. That would be sick, dude. Gina hey, would be up? so good on much. I mean, I don't know Gina personally or anything like that, but her TikToks are... Re- I mean, I know her through the podcast, but... um. She would be great on much music, man. Gina would be so good, dude. Pop culture scientist. You know who else would be good? Nathan and Danica. Hell yeah. They would rock if they, fashion. If they did like fashion corner. Yeah. yeah there we go. Same but, idea. Dude, we could minds. be producers. That's the funny thing. We don't even need to do this art shit. We could just be producers. We are producing right now, bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, you want to hear something hilarious? Yeah. So right before I texted you to say like, hey, I can do the podcast whenever now. Mm-hmm. I accidentally texted Delaney and I said, <laughs> I said, what a bitch. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Our one fucking fan. <laughs> I had to text her back and be like, I am so sorry. I know you're like an 18 year old girl. I don't, I can't, I don't know. I was trying to. I, that was supposed to be for Cody. What's up? <laughs> I was like, "Yo, bitch, what up, motherfucker? It's time to start the podcast, you son of a bitch." Did she respond yet? That's hilarious. Well, she responded and she said, "I call you bitch all the time behind your back. Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, she just said, "I call you bitch all the time," which is true. She does call. Me. She's a bit of like a uh, who is a uh, who's the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, Jesse? Yeah, she's always like, you fucking bitch. Yeah, and then you're like, what's up, bitch? Or you're like, let's get to work. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you the whole time. You know? what can I yeah. <laughs> There's not much I can say. Dude, uh, so I... <laughs> so I've been, uh, like, coming out of a bit of a, like, down period where I was feeling, like, a little sad and, like, lately I've been feeling much better. But uh, one thing that did happen that was really good mm-hmm. 
while I was sad, and this is a general thing that happens usually when I'm sad, is that I come up with like a new food concoction. Whoa, a two food concoctions one episode. Yeah. Holy shit. And so yesterday I fried a bunch of sausages. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, this is actually two days ago. I fried a bunch of sausages and I cut them up and then I made crepes like a hundred. Hell yeah. And then I made savory kit crepes. And then guess what? I And then I had a flashback to my grandma and my grandma used to make these things called lemon crepe crepes. And they were thin crepes with just regular sugar on them and lemon. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I ate sausage crepes and lemon crepes. I ate probably 50 of each. Damn. Yeah. That sounds sick as hell. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was a really good day. But here's the thing. I am yeah. so fat right now. It's unbelievable. No, dude. I'm so fat. Look at my big fat arms no no look at my big fat arms no 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 no, no, no. we're gonna do slim. this you look at my big fat arms look at that dude no dude. bat wings no nah, that's that. nothing you got toned you got toned shoulders you got you're toned <laughs> fuck off I, I dude i'm telling you man i got big old fat arms they look some people some people say the camera adds 15 pounds for me the camera takes away 15 pounds i'm sort of i'm, I'm like opposite i'm the opposite man Mm. that's what people call me around like on the street and stuff people call me opposite man they go oh, oh there goes there goes opposite man with his inverted penis yeah <laughs> and they're like <laughs> what your birthday's on opposite day isn't opposite day just wednesday oh no that's hump day what's opposite day april 6th? um it it comes and goes it's kind of one of those like unspoken things like you need this university has an out for you you plead guilty actually you know what it's opposite day yeah well that's the <laughs> fucked up thing about school <laughs> is that school has these weird traditions that are quite mean like on opposite day i i remember girls would come up to me and say hey, bo you look really good today and i'd go thank you and they go it's opposite day yeah you actually look bad yeah today and there'd be no rhyme or reason dude one time i was lining up to go to a school assembly and these like hot chicks i was in grade five or whatever and these hot chicks were right behind me and i heard one of them say you look at Bo, he has no neck oh <laughs> it was so fucking sad dude, oh. that i went into the bathroom and i cried and then when i came out my friend edgar was there and i would clearly been crying and he said were you crying? And I said, no, I just took a really nasty shit and made my eyes water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said nasty shit because I was in that, grade four. But I was like, oh, it's just the pew poo fumes or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. I was jacking off. <laughs> me crying? No, I was jacking off. Jerking <laughs> off to my ex-girlfriend made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> no big deal. You never jerk off to your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> what's wrong with you dude dude fucking uh, edgar yeah <laughs> yeah no edgar, mind your beeswax dude edgar was crazy want to know why why okay so this was before this time and he kind of became cool like grade four or five but in grade three two he was like a loser mm-hmm. and his brother chris one time i was in a bathroom with them and chris said you know, Edgar can't feel anything. 
Oh, any pain. Any pain. Right. And I was like, are you serious? He was like, and Edgar was like, yeah, punch me right now. So I nailed him in the arm Mm -hmm. and it like really hurt him. But then he nailed me in the arm, and I swear to God, it's the most pain I've ever been in. And I Oof. pretended like I wasn't in pain. I was like, what the fuck? I like left there, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so painful. And so what I think it was is that people thought he couldn't feel anything, when in reality, he had super strength for a child. Mm. Because, dude, I swear to God, dude, I felt this punch on my arm, like, through my entire body. This guy had, like, insane strength for a four, for grade, grade three or four kid. Yeah. I'm telling it- you, dude. I would have cried. I one time a kid punched me and I cried, and he was like, "We're doing shot for shot." And then I get in my dad's car and he's like, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> yeah, we grew up really differently. I was hit if I cried. <laughs> I was just made fun of. It is funny how we grew up. Di- how we grew up differently because, like, you would think my dad was the cop. How so? Because he's the like the TV <laughs> cop. No, because he's like such a like toxic masculinity type of guy whereas your dad's like a really sweet dude yeah i know <laughs> that's the thing it's yeah. so funny with my family when people are like like fuck dwell fuck all the police and a cab and my sister's like hurt she's like our dad's a good man and i can't say anything you know it's just like <laughs> it's like actually true like it's actually like legit dude yeah i mean listen but I know a lot of boneheads and yeah. Problems. Listen, I get the. I we don't need to get into it because obviously don't need this to. isn't what our podcast is about. But like, you know, you know, what I should get into. <laughs> there are good people who do everything, and that's okay to say. I think, but we'll leave it at that. You know, what I should get into what? You know, the game Minesweeper, the old PC game fucking love minesweeper never understood how it worked i just winged it every time i am very good at minesweeper i know how the mechanics of it work all because my dad was a cop and that's what he played in the office (laughs) 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 i'm also very good at uh (laughs) making photocopies of my hands (laughs) that makes sense and getting my fingerprints taken. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, hanging out at work, at your parents' work is so much fucking fun. Yeah, and they're always trying to get you the fuck off, and you're like, "Let me chill, let me do things." Mm-hmm. But it's really great if you have like somebody at the work that like likes you as a kid, and they like show you around and shit. You know, like yeah. maybe somebody that works underneath your your parent. Yeah. Yeah, they were like youth workers that worked at my mom's work and they would like take me and play basketball with me and stuff. And they were always like pretty girls and shit. Mm. And I'd be like, yo, Diane, what's going on, girl? Yo, you want to go take me to play some basketball? Maybe we go swim, whatever. (laughs) She'd be like, oh my God, this (laughs) nine-year-old is trying to fuck me right now. But they were flattered. I could tell. Incredibly flattered. Yeah um what else is going on with us that's about it we got like 15 minutes maybe mm-hmm. well this might be a good time to introduce my newest segment to the podcast so guys we have a new segment on the podcast um it's called the start of the week and the start of the week is a new segment we're doing where we want to tell a story very quickly that 
um, gives credit to somebody that has done something amazing in the world. And stud just basically means that they kind of stood out to me and that I thought that their story was really cool. So on this week, on this week's stud of the week, stud of the week, I would like to give credit to Rosie and Josie Wheel and their Twitter community. So Rosie Wheel is the sister of Josie Wheel, who has multiple learning disabilities and physical disabilities. And she had a VTech light up toy, which was like her favorite toy. And I think they went through a bunch of them and they would kind of get them fixed or get a new one. And they kind of came to the end of the line and they no longer make these toys. And they reached out to Twitter and super, super cool. They actually were donated 30 of these toy of these vintage toys that are um, that are Josie's um favorite toy and now Josie's going to be set up with these toys 30 of them for the next very long while and i just wanted to give credit to them and say that they are the stud of the week and thank god for people like that and thank god for communities that help people like that because that shit is so fucking cool it is unbelievable and i would hope that if i had a situation with a family member like that i could reach out to our community or reach out to a community and that i would get the help that i need and i just wanted to give a shout out to the Twitter community and to those two sisters, because that is fucking badass that you're able to make that make that work for Rosie. That is incredible. Rock on, way to go! Hell That's yeah, dude! Nice that story. is the stud of the week. Stud of the week. Stud of the week. Can I do a stud of the week too? Yes. Okay. Stud of the week is uh, my friend Emilio. Stud of the week. Hey, did you see the Nikita Kucherov uh, interview? I didn't, but I heard that it was fucking wild. Can we watch it right now? Yeah, and you know what? Not a lot of people have this, but I have access to the unedited version. It's fucking long as hell. Take us to the end of the episode. I don't want to watch 15 minutes of this. It's not 15. It's more like eight, but it's pretty dope. He's, oh, okay. I actually have two videos to show you. Oh, no. So it's 550. What do you want to see first? Um, a Steven Seagal video or a Nikita Kucherov video? Let's do Nikita and then we'll finish with uh, Steven. Okay. It's like an orgy. Yeah, right. We have Nikita <laughs> Kucherov. He's uh, shirtless. Can you please raise hammered. your hand if you have a question? We'll start with <laughs> Joe Smith, the athletic. Just chug the Bud Light. Joe, let's hear it. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> how would you describe your congratulations? Uh, how would you describe your emotions right now after doing what you guys did? I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, it's a fucking back to back, and yeah, you know, I, I couldn't sleep for three nights. You know, and uh, to be able to win this game is huge. Wasi was outstanding. MVP. I was telling him every day, Wasi, you MVP. You, you're the best player. And then they gave it to whatever the guy in Vegas the Vezina and then last year they, they gave Vezina to somebody else number one bullshit oh number one bullshit why is he took pause both it cups? pause it number one bullshit just to let you know that is a Khabib line that's a what that's a Khabib Nurmagomedov Khabib Nurmagomedov line who's that that's an MMA fighter he was lightweight champion for a long time he's quoting that line there's no way he's not it's not a coincidence. Oh, I thought number, it was a Russian. No, thing. number one bullshit is like Khabib's 
insane. He goes like, because he for a long time he was denied his lightweight title, and he would always say, "This is number one bullshit, my friend." Hmm. So that that's his line, but that's sick that he's calling back that line. Is that's that awesome. is Khabib Russian too? He is Russian too, but it's it's his line. Gotcha. Yeah. Nikita Kucherov, how dare you? But that that's fucking no, hilarious. He's that MVP, he said that. and I was <laughs> keep telling him he's MVP. He's the guy that fucking <laughs> he's the best. You know, he was on his head today, and you know, he kept us in the game. And another shout out for it by him, remarkable. Can't even tell more. I'm so happy we. <laughs> I didn't want to go back to Montreal, but they acted, the fans in Montreal, come on. They acted like they won the Stanley Cup last game. Are you kidding me? I'll just pause it real quick there because a lot of people are very upset by that quote, and I think it's just mm. fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, this is the big problem with the NHL, right? It's mm. like they just cannot, they cannot, they, they, they cannot let these people have personalities. And and people fucking rag on the media for like dampering their fucking personalities and mm-hmm. shit. But in reality, it's the fans, man. The fans yeah. go fucking nuts anytime anybody yep. shows even an ounce of personality. Like, listen, if he was saying this about Vancouver, would it piss me off? Yeah, but it's good for the sport. <laughs> it's good for the sport to have somebody pissing people off. Like, absolutely, let's have some fucking personality in this goddamn fucking sport for once, man. Yeah. So I'm loving this so far. I love it when uh, they go after fans too, because fans deserve it. F, we are the worst. (laughs) Are you kidding me? John Romano, Tampa Bay Times. Their final was last last series. Okay, (laughs) was was it long enough? Answer. (laughs) I took I took a time. Hey, I kept it the whole year in my in inside. In his soul. Could you just talk about the journey that you guys have been on? Um, There's so many of these guys that have been together for seven, eight, nine, ten years. What's it like to be able to celebrate with guys that you've grown up with? What did he say? Buy buy a new mic. (laughs) Isn't that relatable? Isn't that relatable? (laughs) Oh, we know all about that, Uh, Nikita Kucherov. Microphone. Can we pause it just for one second? Repeat yeah <laughs> you know it's funny that this was getting so much shit online like we really are the fucking worst what you just said about fans is 100 percent correct mm-hmm. like how fucking pathetic are we as a league that like this is a big deal yeah. oh my god somebody somebody shows some personality oh somebody's a little edgy after they win the stanley cup Dude, imagine if Mario Lemieux won the Stanley Cup and he put both middle fingers up and he just said, fuck everybody for doubting me. I came back from motherfucking cancer, bitch. Suck my motherfucking dick. We would have all, it would have been the best thing ever. Anyways, go on. And, oh man, we talked about not going down this route, but, you know, there's a lot of things that the NHL turns a blind eye to that are very important, you know, certain allegations and like players like posting in their social media. Tyler Sagan, uh, like Trump shit, you know, and they don't do anything, but like it's like somebody's like speaking their mind. Oh my god. Yeah, personally, I'm not concerned. If somebody's fucking is Republican, I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever, do your thing. But like the other things that we're not talking about right now, because it's not anything that we should be getting into, is like that's 
like borderline makes me not want to be a fan of hockey of the NHL anymore. Absolutely. It's fucking horrendous. And guess what? Our team is the biggest perpetrator of it right now in the entire fucking league. It is disgraceful. Mm. I should talk um, to you after the pod because I know things that have not come out. Okay. Dun, that dun, sounds dun. Yeah, we got we got inside scoops, motherfuckers. We know people. We know motherfuckers. I just wondering what it was like to celebrate with guys that you have been teammates with for so long. Ah, that's what that's what you want. Okay, ah, it's huge. <laughs> I'm Stammer, Johnny, Polly, Heidi, all those guys are you know the outstanding players. <laughs> Trips here. That's a Bud Light, you know. That's not champagne. Oh. Is she a Bud Light champagne bottle? That's another bullshit again. Um, <laughs> you know, for I mean, those those guys been, and I've been in love with those guys, and you know, some ups and downs, and. I said one time, you know, you, you, you give us one one time to win, we're going to win twice. And that's what happened. And I'm really happy for those guys with Samra coming back and, you know, play the whole year and be able to play in the playoff. And he was outstanding over there. And he was really captain. And he was so vocal in the room. And you guys don't even know. He, you know, he was amazing. Like, I, I love Samra. He's he's one of the best. And he's so funny, too. Like, you know, like he, he says something, I'm, I'm laughing. It's not even funny, but I'm laughing. He's he's funny to me. He's he's got sense. <laughs> he's got good sense of humor, and you know he yeah. keeps the guys and the you know the guy. Everybody wants to push themselves, and you know Haiti's the same way. And but uh, you know I'm really happy for those guys, and I'm really happy to be part of the whatever we went through, and you know <laughs> back to back. Come on, Dan Rosen, NHL.com. What's that, bro? Pause it for a second. Yeah. Imagine being Kucherov, right? Imagine coming into the NHL. I think was he his second? He was like a second round pick, right? Yeah, like yeah. 40th, 46. Yeah, 40, 41st or 42nd, right? Imagine coming into the NHL, right? Learning English as a second language. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can talk to the media. Basically, yeah. that's why Russian players learn English. That's why Ovechkin learned English. That's why Khabib learned English in the UFC. So you can be more media friendly, right? Yeah. And then winning the Stanley Cup, doing the impossible, and then getting on stage and talking the littlest amount of shit ever. Yeah. And having an entire fucking fan base of an entire league shit on you for it. It is so disgraceful they should open up the fucking seals and they should let every player be sean avery if they want to be sean avery mm-hmm. straight the fuck up stop this bullshit it doesn't work anymore it's 2021 we want real shit want to know why the ufc is about to fucking eclipse the, the nhl why nobody fucking cares about this league anymore it's because we don't care about the players yeah. And it's a huge fucking problem because we don't know their goddamn fucking personalities. And as soon as one of them shows a personality, we all shit on them mm-hmm. nonstop. Listen, some of the shit that Sean Avery said, I completely thought was abhorrent. Like the sloppy sick and shit about his ex. Like it is abhorrent, but it was funny as fuck. <laughs> all right. And not every player is going to be like that. But like, wouldn't it be great just to say, just have Jerome Aginla go up there and go, you know what? Fuck Corey Perry. I don't like him. You're right. Like, come the fuck on can we get can we move on from this fucking it's it is blowing my goddamn mind how miss how mismanaged the entirety of the nhl is 
it, it is a fucking shame because it's such a great sport but they do not promote these players the way that they should and 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 they and they should really get their fucking shit together because you're going to ruin the goddamn league yeah and like maybe like it's a deep rooted canadian culture in it the is. nhl yeah. all these expectations because you see kutrov he's going no like number one bullshit all this shit then you watch the carrie price shay weber interview and she and carrie price is like oh it's all my fault i didn't stop enough i didn't play good enough and then shay weber's like no that is so wrong we didn't play good enough in front of you and it's just like shut like what the fuck like let it out you know be like call it the refs they didn't call shit there's yeah. you know what i mean yeah. Also, 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 do you think that the backlash on backlash, the backlash, the backlash on Kucherov would have been this bad if he was a Canadian player? Not a fucking chance. It's it's eighty percent because he's Russian. That is the fucking truth. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Angry Russian. Um, one thing I think is really funny in this video is he's drinking Bud Light and he's shitting on Bud Light. But we've recently talked on Twitter about how Coors Light says they're the official beer of the Tampa Bay Lightning and that they're shaving ice and putting it in the beer, which is so fucking gross. It's fucking disgusting. Guys piss their jocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is so gross. Yes. Anyways, should we finish this? Yes, we should. But anyways, this is making me a fucking fan of the Bolts, a team that I hate. Whoa. Just due to the fucking nonsense that is the NHL. Yeah, it's very good. Let's see if they can go for three. Yeah, Nikita, when you tell Andre that he's the best, what is his response? What does he What does he say? What does he tell you? And when, when you keep telling him he's the best, he's a humble. He's a very humble guy. You know, he I, he he says a bunch of whatever. Like, come on, like stop it. Whatever, like don't say that. <laughs> he doesn't want people like next like near him say he's the best because. He, he wants to prove me he's the best, but I know he's the best, you know? He wants to prove me, but I'm like, Vasi, you proved me a fucking long time ago. <laughs> when I was 15, you proved it to me. I was like, no question, he's the best. He's going to be the best, whatever. He's going to make it to the NHL. And he's very humble, and, you know, he keeps working. Even though, like, he's getting rubbed every year by NHL. Rubbed. Not getting the Vezina. He's still humble. He still works hard, and... You know, if he, he if he would play in a different market, he would take this reason year after year. He would beat all the records, whatever, blah blah blah. He's the best. He he, but he he's very humble. Last question, Ed NNC in a Tampa Bay Times. Nikita, after after doing this in in the bubble in 65, 65 days in the bubble last year, how special was it? What was that? Sorry. Go, go back, go back. Look what he does with his beer cat. Okay, right there, Nikita. After, after doing this in in the bubble, oh. 65, 65 days. In the <laughs> he, he fucking curled it. He fucking crushes it, and just like yeah, he fucking curls it down the fucking podium. That's dope. That's so dope. That's fucking Special dope, one. dude. Dude, also, do we every player should do their press conference without their shirt on? <laughs> that is yeah, no shit, dope, dude. If you win the Stanley Cup, well, that's kind of a given. Yeah. You can't fucking do that shit if you don't win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Was it to be able to do this on on home ice with your family and friends and just kind of enjoy that whole atmosphere at the end? He's cracking another beer. <sighs> well, it's imagine if you start crying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? A lot of questions too today, yeah. <laughs> Come on. 
I'm, I'm used to two, two, one, two questions, but today it's like, <laughs> what, five? Fucking making record. Um, it, it was definitely special to, to see everybody. We, we had a full, full crowd today, didn't we? Did we? Unbelievable. They were so loud. They were unbelievable. And to, to win in front of them, it's so special. Everybody's going to remember for the rest of their lives <laughs> this moment. And come on, like our fans, our fans is the best. And I don't know what to say. He was, he was <laughs> special. Thanks, Nikita. That's how I feel about our fans. Dude, the fact that that is what's getting all this attention is beyond me. It right. is beyond me, my friend. I like it makes me so fucking angry, as, especially as like a fan, uh, as like a mega fan of a sport like MMA. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> can we get fucking real here? This is this is ridiculous. This is it, it's bad. It, like I said, it's fucking so bad for the league. They they don't understand that the shit is star driven now. It's not team driven. And it's not gonna. It's not the NFL. It's not the NFL. This shit is star driven. Fucking pump your players up, man. I feel like there's a whole uncool center around hockey. Like I feel like in the like American media, it's just like basketball and football and even baseball are just so cool in their own sense. And then hockey is like fucking awesome to watch and so dope. But it's just kind of shunned and it kind of looked as like a geeky Canadian thing. It's such an incredible game on the sport, but it's so boring off the ice compared to the other sports. Yeah. It's why it's why our off seasons are just like who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. NBA has a 24-7 cycle, even in the fucking summertime. It is a 24-7 news cycle in the, in the NBA. And the NHL tries to recreate that, but they can't yeah. because because it's the NHL. Anyway, because it's the NHL. Uh, we're getting close to our time. I have one last video. It's eight seconds long, very offensive <laughs> okay. clip of Steven it. Seagal. It's called Thanks, Steven. Does he say the N word? He seems like that. No, but it's pretty bad. Fuck. Meow. You're my cat. What happened? You're my cat. What happened? You're my cat. Hey, why don't you guys speak English? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, Steven, try doing that shit in your home country of Runch- Russia, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I guarantee you those motherfuckers won't, won't take kindly to those types of words, you motherfucker. He's so fat and said it with like, <laughs> like an exhale. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a piece of shit. That guy. Fuck Steven Seagal. You can go fucking S my D any day of the fucking week. I I guarantee you. Okay. I wrestled for four years in high school. I, I I boxed. I boxed for eight years. I would beat that living shit out of Steven Seagal. And, and, and if he wants to go one on one, I'll go one on one. One on one with him any day of the week. I will fuck that old man up. I have never won a fight, and I would fuck that guy up. There you go. So strong. It's my strong Just doing little, a little flex for the fans. My strong little man. Uh, anyways, this has been Stud City. This has been a super fun episode. We've had a ton of good times. Hey, email us. 
Okay. It's studcitypodcast at gmail.com. We're about okay. to have a new email, but email us there and let us know mm-hmm. if you want us to do a separate podcast called Sports City where we talk about sports. Let's go, baby. Berta. Um Patreon yeah. only. That is that's a, a big controversy to Bo and I. You need an email right now and settle it. And leave us a five-star <laughs> review and a positive rating. <laughs> no, we probably won't do it for a while, but it could be a good idea later. Thanks for listening. Peace.
Welcome.